A lot of the time our advertisers ask them to see the customer journey, meaning like, okay, I want to see exactly what touch points each customer was doing before they purchase. And when we do visualize that, it's actually amazing how many touch points each customer has. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Ad Project Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Joe Shellerud, and today I'm really excited to be joined by Gloria Steiner from Perpetua. So, Gloria, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. And so one reason why I wanted to have Gloria on, why I wanted to have you on the podcast is we've been digging into Amazon Marketing Cloud quite a bit lately. And I have to give credit where credit's due. And Gloria, you're actually the first person I ever heard about Amazon Marketing Cloud from. I remember it vividly. I was listening to a webinar that you guys were doing while I was going for a walk outside and just taking a little break. And you were starting to talk about Amazon Marketing Cloud and all these cool things you could do with it. And I right after I contacted the team, it's like, okay, we have to figure out what this is and get access to it. So no, you've been digging into it for a while, which has been awesome. And so for the podcast, really excited to get your perspective on that. But before we jump into it, um, maybe can you give us a quick intro for people who aren't familiar with you or Perpetua in general? Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I'm Gloria. I've been at Perpetua for around three years now. I now uh, lead the business intelligence team at Perpetua. So I've been working on AMC for actually like two years now. So since they released it kind of in beta. Um, and so Perpetua, we optimize ads um, on different types of marketplaces, whether that be Amazon, Instacart, Walmart, Target. And one of our biggest focuses is definitely Amazon. So optimizing ads right out of the gate with lots of automation. So you can focus on larger strategies on Amazon versus all the nitty gritty bid prices changing, et cetera. Yeah, that's awesome. And it, we'll get at the very end, we'll go through how to like contact you guys and follow along. But I'll just say from the start, make sure that you're following along with Perpetua. They're putting out a lot of great information, especially with some more advanced stuff and different reports like Amazon Marketing Cloud. So I'll put a plug in for you guys. Uh, so if anybody's listening, definitely, definitely follow along there because there's a lot of great content. So Gloria, for Amazon Marketing Cloud, like Matt and I previously went through a full introduction and kind of gave our take on it. But since it's a very complex product, I'd love your perspective and just give us kind of a general intro on what Amazon Marketing Cloud is. For sure. It's definitely pretty complex and it took me a while to wrap my head around why is this useful? Why do I, why do we need it? So again, I was working on it for a while and then I finally, it finally clicked and it clicked when I, I saw the field in Amazon Marketing of user ID and I said, oh, okay, like this is really unique and something that we can't get anywhere else, but in this data set. So why user ID is super important in, in, in this instance is that we can track a user based on their events on and off of Amazon with different types of ads. So that, whether that be a DSP ad or a sponsored product ad and soon sponsored brands, sponsored display. And you'll see how everything actually works together because you can see the user information. So we can see how I really like to explain the best use case is usually with video ads. You know, you can never really see if your video ad is super effective and doing its job. But with AMC, with Amazon Marketing Cloud, you can see if this user has seen the video and then went on to Amazon 
and then went and purchased the product. So when I see the stats of, oh, they purchased the product, they were influenced beforehand by that video, um, you would never be able to see that without Amazon Marketing Cloud and without that user ID and that user kind of tracking along their journey. Yeah, yeah, and that it was kind of the same case where it really clicked for me too. And so the the key issue we were having is with higher funnel strategies, like for instance, video, like you just said, you can't use traditional metrics like ROAS to truly judge performance because with higher funnel strategies, you're further away from that sale. And so we were always struggling too on how do we frame up the performance impacts that this higher funnel strategy is truly having. And then digging into Amazon Marketing Cloud, now instead of just seeing the last touch, which is what we typically get with standard reports, we can get that full journey and we can see the influence of that higher funnel strategy or that higher funnel campaign and how maybe that introduced them to the brand and then they saw X, Y, and Z ads further downstream and then completed a purchase. Um, and so. That was kind of the key thing where it clicked for me too. It's like, all right, there, there's so many more metrics we can now get that's not just the typical last touch attribution model that we tend to get for all the standard reports. Exactly, yeah. And that opens up so many new types of metrics that we can calculate, which is so exciting. And as we get more data and more ad units into AMC, we'll be able to have a full picture of, okay, my Amazon uh, customer acquisition cost. What's my Amazon uh, customer lifetime value? And you can see that on a user level, on your you know segmentation, if you know your LTV on just bottom of funnel or your top of funnel ads, and really be able to drill down and just show a lot more value for those top of funnel efforts, as you were saying. Sure, um, sure. So yeah, it just opens up tons of capabilities and tons more metrics that we would nev never be able to do or calculate without AMC. Yeah, yep, I totally agree. And so since you got you guys got early access to this too and probably helped shape some of the the instructional queries and different pieces that are in there now, just helping to deliver from an advertiser's perspective what truly adds value. And so I wanted your take too. Like can you give me a couple different examples or maybe start with one where you see a lot of value and just kind of walk through what this looks like, how you get the information, and then what we do with the information. Because we can talk about it at higher level, but I think it really helps to paint the picture more. It's through these specific examples, like the ones where it just clicked for us. So any ones that really stand out to you that, that are extremely valuable? Yeah, I'll take the overlap query as the most it's definitely the most used and for advertisers when they see it, okay, this is really, really helpful and really helps us paint the picture. And I call it a query because I'm not sure if everyone's familiar, but to be able to get information from the Amazon Marketing Cloud, you have to actually query it, meaning you have to write SQL code in order to get results back, which this makes this a lot harder to retrieve results and get access to all this data. Sure. Uh, which is why I, at, at Perpetua, we want to be at the forefront. We're continuously writing new queries, um, and we have a whole team just focused on like writing new new queries, and getting more information and insightful data for our advertisers. 
Yeah, so, and for those who aren't familiar, so SQL or SQL, like Gloria said, it, it's a language that you use to essentially join different tables and data together. And so it's something that we're using every day here when we're developing our software and just querying our database. So for us who's used to it, they have a really nice structure and really flat tables that make joining the data really easy, but it's a coding language. And so it's not as easy as clicking buttons to pull out the different columns that you want. And so there is definitely a level of complexity that goes in there. For sure. Especially with AMC data, there's a lot of different tables and different, you know, you have to think about attribution periods and what you're really pulling together. So just being an expert there has been awesome. And so, yeah, for that overlap query, that's something that has been super helpful. So basically, once you run that, you can see the impact of a certain, let's say, strategy on your other strategy. So let's say you're running OTT and you have DSP ads as well. So let's say top of funnel, middle funnel, bottom of funnel um, strategies as well. And then sponsor products. You're running sponsor product ads as well. So here you can have, once we run the query, we can get back how much more likely is a user to purchase uh, this product being influenced or being shown an OTT ad and a DSP ad versus just a DSP ad. Or also you can do that with sponsored products. So you were X times, let's say three times more likely to purchase a sponsored product ad after being influenced by an OTT ad. And this is really impactful to show advertisers, okay, the, the video ad that, that people are viewing is actually helping them along their journey to purchase that product later on versus if they were not influenced by that ad beforehand. And with that, we've been able to increase advertising budgets with those videos, create very specific videos as well, because we can actually see they purchased this specific product versus the other product that was shown in the video. So people were more inclined to, to purchase that flavor or whatever it is, and they launched a, a direct ad or a video for that specific flavor and got more sales from it. So it's opened up a lot of, a lot of doors. Yep. Yeah, th that one has been really cool from our perspective, too. Yeah, just looking even at the, the overlap of DSP and sponsored products. So if they see a DSP ad only, here's the potential conversion rate that you have or the conversion rate that you have. If they see sponsored products only, here's the conversion rate that you have. But now if you see both, so yep, they may begin influence from that initial DSP ad and now they clicked on that sponsored products ad and converted. Yeah, you can see a significant step up in conversion rates too. And so it's another key piece that helps us really justify those higher funnel, say DSP strategies, that if you just looked at the last touch attribution, um, you wouldn't see a strong ROAS maybe for some of these DSP campaigns. But when you combine the two together, you see such a strong influence that now, now you can truly look at that ad spend and help justify it overall. 100%, yeah. And I think this query is also great because a lot of the time our advertisers ask um, to see the customer journey, meaning like, okay, I want to see exactly what touch points each customer was doing before they purchase. And when we do visualize that, it's actually amazing how many touch points each customer has. They might view, you know, eight DSP ads and then three sponsor product ads, clicked on three sponsor product ads and then purchase. And it gets so, there's just so many different journeys that it's hard to really extract 
meaningful information. So that's why I like that overlap query. It's kind of combining all of those journeys together and really seeing the influence all working together versus those very unique paths. And it's really hard to get valuable insights out of that. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree because that was one of the first ones that I actually jumped into was the journey. And it's super cool because you can see, all right, first they saw this DSP ad and then they saw this video ad and then they went to sponsor products and then maybe they saw another DSP ad and then they finally converted. It was eye opening for some of these strategies, how many different times people would actually get exposed to the ads yeah. before they actually purchased. But like you were saying, it's difficult to distill just because there's so many different journeys that you can take, which is where, you know, some of these other queries that come in are are really handy too, like first touch attribution or the overlap analysis, like we're going through, it's much more actionable overall versus trying to like pick a specific journey just because there's so many different combinations. But I think my key takeaway with that one was, man, it's, it's crazy how many times some people are seeing these ads before they convert. And so it just gives you an idea on frequencies that you may need to establish on the front end to get people familiar with your brands. Absolutely. And it's it's actually really helpful also to our, our account managers who manage the DSP ads. Another uh, visualization that we like to uh, create is the frequency bucket. So how many times a user has been shown an ad. And then with that graphing the conversion rate. So you can really see, okay, this line graph of, you know, the higher conversion rate of being shown an ad eight times. And that's kind of the sweet spot before the conversion rate drops and the frequency increases. So you want to find that sweet spot and make sure you're not overexposing someone to too many ads or not underexposing them to not enough and having that sweet spot of that frequency cap for your DSP ads. Yeah. Yeah. I love that too. Cause you can, with, with a chart like that, you'd be able to see, all right, if they only see it once conversion rates lower and now they see it two, three times conversion rate steps up. But then maybe when you get to like eight to 10 times or 12 plus, like now you have the, a lot of diminishing returns. If they haven't purchased at that point, they're probably not interested and you may be wasting digital advertising spend that you could be focused on the people who haven't been exposed as much. Exactly. And so, so when you're looking at that, then you're implementing that into di the different strategies itself and controlling frequencies to try to reduce the amount of people who are over that, that diminishing return point. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's been helping us uh, be more efficient with our advertiser spend as well. So it's like AMC is really helping us internally, but also helping clients externally. Yeah. So it's been great. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's kind of fun too, as you've been talking about this, like the, you know, when we talk about SQL and the different queries and everything, it can sound scary, but the AMC team has done a really good job too with the instructional queries. And so, you know, if we look at the overlap query, I'm just looking at one right now and it's like 300 some lines long. Yeah. Um, I love SQL. I claim I'm decent at it, but I probably wouldn't be able to write this one up. And so for a lot of these, you can just copy them into the query editor many times you don't even have to make any changes to the code and you can just run it pick a date range and so even though there is a lot of code here that you have to look at um, in many instances you don't have to modify it for any of these standard queries or reports that you want to run overall yeah that's very true and at perpetua we're actually 
trying to scale that and, and put it directly into our app so you don't have to write, look at any SQL code either because I know it can be pretty ugly to, to look at it and you kind of get scared. So trying to promote you know visualizations, we create reports for clients and just easier to, to ingest for the data and being able to see it over time, et cetera. So yeah, that's, that's, it's been better kind of visualizing it that way. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And we're working to do the same thing. And right now we're just in more of the selection stage on what's the key reports that we want to include, which is why I'm loving this conversation. So like, what are some other ones that, that you guys tend to run quite a bit for different clients that, that you feel like are useful? So one of the ones uh, that's really useful is actually the time to purchase. So how long after viewing a specific ad do they purchase? And so we have all this granular time data, which is fantastic. And we've never had that for sponsored products, for instance. Um, and so being able to show, you know, on a, on a bar graph, basically, okay, for your OTT ads or your top of funnel ads, it actually takes quite a bit longer than your sponsored products ads. It's within two hours that people usually purchase the, the larger bucket purchase within two hours versus an OTT can actually take the larger bucket is between seven to 14 days and maybe even longer. Sure. Um, so just making sure that people know that results don't just you know, come tomorrow or so soon with those kind of top of funnel and uh, larger strategies or more broad strategies. It takes a while for people to really be convinced to convert or see a few more ads to be influenced um, and then convert. So it just helps us with, with making sure that advertisers don't turn off a video campaign just because they don't see immediate value and just having that run a little bit longer and showing them like, okay, it takes a little bit longer for people to, to really. Sure. I, I love that. And you know, that that's one of the, I always get, when I bring up DSP, I always get common questions about it. And so I've heard many stories of people who have turned on DSP and in many cases had to commit a large amount of spend to go directly with Amazon. And then they'll run it for a month and then don't see immediate returns from it and then shut it off. And then, you know, look at DSP as a big waste of money overall. Exactly. But I love that we have the data now at our fingertips to be able to see how long it actually takes people to convert and how you, the, the other piece is just with the journey now being able to see the number of ads that people need to see to convert it, especially from higher funnel strategies down. And so you have that time lag. And then there have been other instances where people haven't built out the bottom of funnel. So you can introduce them to your brand on top of funnel, but then you don't have that structure to now draw them to the sale eventually. And so I think combining kind of the journey or the overlap analysis with the time to purchase analysis really helps to paint an awesome picture on how this truly works from the customer perspective, where before we just had to try to use our intuition, but a lot of it, you just didn't have the data to base it off of. Um, and so, yeah, I love that we now have this information where we can paint the picture on what's truly happening. A hundred percent. And usually, you know, they purchase at that, you know, the bottom of funnel, which is either a bottom of funnel DSP campaign or a sponsored product campaign directly on Amazon. And so you can really see where they're, where they're purchasing as well. So you can put more, you could decide to put more budget into sponsored products during a very specific time period as well. You know exactly what time they purchase or are more likely to purchase. So you can add day parting to your strategies, the sponsored products that just opens up so many more doors to be 
more strategic and more effective with your ad dollars. So yeah, it's definitely opened up a ton of opportunity. And another thing is definitely um, coming up on you know, the cookie-less world of 2023, having AMC in your strategy and being able to use this data is going to be extremely important and just valuing your, your ad dollars and being more efficient. So that's really important to keep in your, in your strategy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a great, it, that's kind of a great lead into. So going forward, so in the cookie world of 2023, how do you see that impacting Amazon advertising and maybe in general versus some of the other advertising providers too? Yeah. I mean, I think we're all going to struggle. <laughs> I think the advertising world is going to struggle a lot. We'll have to move to more contextual targeting, getting a lot more information on what people are searching versus actually tracking them and tracking their movements, obviously, because that will be gone. So using different kind of data pieces or, or yeah, to, to really know where to place the ad and for whom and how to get more conversions. But on that, you know, it's going to be extremely important to use all or leverage all the first party data you have. Amazon is, you know, obviously a beast at having all the data and has so much data to leverage. So them opening up the clean room, so Amazon Marketing Cloud now and really building it up is definitely going to be a huge influence in 2023. And I think they're working really, really hard to have the best product out there for when, when the Kugelis world actually happens. But they also have, you know, a ton of, yeah, uh, contextual, you know, keyword searches, things like that, that can be used for endemic and non-endemic clients to leverage the DSP, for instance, to advertise and then use EMC to really follow through, have all the data in one place and be able to show the impact of all the, the advertising. Yep. Yep. Totally agree. And I, I just feel like Amazon is so well positioned with the first party data that they have. And the, the other key piece is that with the first party data it is so close to the purchase or is the purchase itself too. Whereas other providers, they're trying to take your search history or your browsing history and try to tie it to interests or purchases. Now you have Amazon with all this first party data, meaning that, you know, when you're in the app, you're performing all these actions that are really valuable and get tied into audiences that we build and it's totally search or purchase based so it's just so much closer and really helps to create audiences that are truly relevant to the ads that we're showing which is good for the consumer which is good for our advertisers and helps with our overall advertising returns yeah um, absolutely i think it'll be interesting because i think we'll we'll lose for dsp you know we'll lose a lot of those placements that we couldn't benefit or can't benefit from without the the cookie but i think amazon will get a lot of traction with kind of movement towards the dsp and moving towards you know google dsp and all these others to benefit from all this first party data so it'll be just a very large shift in i guess advertising spend and where where it's going to go but it'll be really interesting yeah yeah i totally agree so before we wrap up i guess any other final examples or items that we didn't hit on for AMC that, that you really like? I'm just, I'm really excited about, we've been doing a lot of work. I'm going to bring up customer acquisition cost and lifetime customer lifetime value. Sure. Um, just because these are kind of marketing words that get thrown around a lot. And I don't think anyone has, or we've never been able to 
have those metrics on Amazon. And I think for C-level, uh, you know, uh, C-suite level people in, in companies and in large companies really would love to see CAC and LTV on Amazon. And now with the clean room, we'll be able to calculate those metrics. So I think that'll open up a ton of opportunity and having seen that on a campaign level, et cetera, I'm really excited by that. And I think it'll be really helpful for, for big brands. I love that. Yep. And, and that's key pieces that we've touched on too, is how do you calculate out your lifetime value of your customers coming in, tracking that to new to brand. So then you can calculate your acquisition costs through your advertising and really view, are you getting a true solid return on your advertising? And up to this point, we just haven't had that information available. We've had to try to piece together higher and lower funnel strategies. And so now being able to tie all these items together to calculate what your true return is, I feel like it just gives us so much more information, especially on the higher funnel side, to really leverage DSP in this first party data, but then also know that you're getting a solid return from your advertising. So I love that you hit that example. You know, that's something that <laughs> that we're super excited to because, I mean, at the end of the day, that is the true metrics that really matter. Are you getting a solid return on your advertising long term and then knowing where to invest those dollars? Yeah, yeah, definitely, especially with always getting more competitive on Amazon. So you want to make sure everything is running as smoothly as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So Gloria, for, for people who want to contact you or get more information or learn more about what you're doing at Perpetua, where's the best place to go? Well, you can go to our website, so perpetua.io, and there's tons of resources there, and you can chat with us. Uh, but if you want to reach out to you, to our team directly, so bi at perpetua.io, you can definitely reach out there, and we'll, we'll be happy to answer any questions about AMC, etc. But yeah, hope to hear from you. Yeah, and any webinars or reports that you guys are, are doing anytime soon? We have just launched a benchmark report uh, on Amazon and Instacart and Walmart, so lots of different marketplaces, um, last week. So definitely check that out. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, again, highly recommend checking out these different reports. Perpetua is doing a lot of cool things on the AMC and DSP side. So excited to follow along there. And Gloria, really appreciate you taking the time to talk. Um, this is a great episode. So really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. And for everyone listening again, thanks for listening to another episode of the Ad Project podcast. As always, truly appreciate it. And we'll see you on the next episode.